Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome back to another Tactical Tuesday episode. Today's topic is dropshipping too competitive. Uh, literally, John and I started writing notes for this, uh, and we just wrote no. Uh, and then we were like, well, maybe we should answer a little bit <laughs> more here than just saying no. Um, what's your take, John? Is dropshipping too competitive? No, it's not. And uh, I mean, I agree. It's it's not. And I, look, I mean, I think there's a few reasons for that. Um, uh, and certainly high-ticket dropshipping, the dropshipping that we talk more specifically about on this podcast is definitely not too competitive. Um, and, you know, I mean, one of the reasons that I say it's not too competitive, if if nothing else, is that, uh, and something that people don't think about, is that the e-commerce market is growing significantly every year, right? So every year we have more and more customers coming online and buying stuff, and they're buying more and more stuff online. So I think people, when they think about is something too competitive, they assume that the the market, the target market or the target group of customers stays static and it's actually not getting any bigger. There's just more and more people trying to sell in there. But the reality is, is that every year and after COVID and 2020, where the industry skipped about, I don't know, seven or eight years of growth. So it's now like where it was projected to be in 2028 or 2029 in 2021. Like that's a lot of people online who weren't online a year ago buying stuff and buying a lot of stuff. Right. And so I don't think the the growth in people selling online is keeping up with that at the moment, to be honest. I think some people ask this question in a broader sense. They they look at, hey, I see a business opportunity and I see many business opportunities. Is dropshipping almost like is dropshipping dead, which is a, a common question that we we stumble across as well. Um and so I, I think they're like, Well, it's been around a couple of years, too many people are in here, but the world is abundant. There is products galore. I'm shocked every time a student comes to us and says, "Hey, I'm thinking about selling industrial trash cans," and I'm like, "Oh shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that, right?" I think too often people think that there's, there's not enough supply, there's not enough uh, products to to go around, let alone, uh, you know, that, that this business model's been around, and and they perhaps they're looking for an excuse for a reason not to do this, right? They're, they're looking for justification inside their, inside their brain to say, yeah, wow, that's why it didn't work. Or that's why it won't work. I can't do this because it's too competitive. And, and that's just not the case. Yeah. And I think it's, it look, it, it's, I think people get that idea as well, because I mean, e-commerce is kind of like one of the hot things online at the moment. There's a lot of people talking about, you should be selling products online and things like that. And I mean, we have to break down the reality of doing that is that a lot of people do try it. That doesn't mean a lot of people are successful. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, there's a lot of people who wake up in one morning and have an idea to start an e-commerce business with no plan, no strategy. They don't know what to do. They try. And of course, they don't get anywhere. Um, and so I think people would actually be surprised at that. You know, there's probably just not as many people running successful e-commerce businesses out there as they think there are as well. Yeah, I mean, related to anything in life, right? Uh, what's the divorce rate is like 60% right now, right? 60% of people quit uh, their marriage. Uh, how many people do you know who, have, yours truly, who have tried to lose weight for a very long time and you just don't stick with it, right? Like, I would say business is the same thing. E-commerce is the same thing. There's a lot of people who who start and stop uh, and give up before that. But you know, look, 
let's dive deep into like the drop shipping competitiveness, right? So our answer is no in general, but I, I do think there are niches uh, or products perhaps or markets that definitely are too competitive. Um, as far as there's just too many people there for you to really be able to stand out and create an offer. Um, I'll give a couple examples. One would be uh, commodities, right? If you can go find said the majority of said product at every Lowe's, at every Home Depot, at every Menards, at every Walmart, uh, there's a lot of people selling those products and the margins have just been carved away and away and away. Uh, and people are, are just chasing down to that last dollar. That, that would be a commodity. There's just too many of them. Uh, I would think some of those could be a nightmare. Unfortunately, that's usually some of the first thoughts that come into your head when you start brainstorming. Uh, John, how how describe how we in our course dropship breakthrough tell people how to identify this when they're when they're deciding on on markets or niches or products hey just want to jump in here real quick and say if you're loving this show the number one thing you can do to help us out is simply go to spotify or itunes or whatever you're listening on and smash that follow button that subscribe button and leave us a review it really does help us reach more people and if you've got a friend that you know should be listening to this send the podcast over to them we'd love to have them join us as well and real quick two quick resources i have for you if you want to join us in our free facebook group you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash dropship tribe or just search the dropship tribe and we also have a paid version of this podcast where you can get even more of John and I and longer form content. You can find that on Patreon at patreon.com slash dropship podcast. All right, back to the show. Yeah. So, I mean, the, one of the easiest ways I think to do it and one of the quickest ways you can really get a snapshot um, quickly of, of the competitiveness of a particular category of product or, or, you know, market idea, niche idea, whatever you want to call it that you have is to jump onto good old Google of course, because Google is still where for high ticket products, people are advertising, you know, uh, retailers are advertising their products um, and jump into Google shopping, right? And search for the type of product that you're thinking of. So, you know, if you want to, um, you know, sell chandeliers, for example, you jump on there and just start searching for chandeliers um, and you'll get results in the Google shopping tab come up and you'll be able to see how many, how many retailers are in there advertising. Um, and of course, now with the with the shopping, we have just not paid ads. We have the free listings as well. So you can get a pretty good snapshot of what websites are online that are selling those products. And so you're kind of looking, it'll vary a little bit depending on what mark, what country you're thinking of selling in. But, um, you know, you're looking to get an, an idea of the average of how many people are selling that type of product. Um, uh, now we can get into a discussion maybe in another episode about what what an exact competitor looks like for you, because I think there are different levels of competition. So for example, eBay is a different competitor to somebody who's specialized in a particular type of product. Um, but yeah, you just get an idea like you'll, because Google shopping will tell you there's, you know, 10 plus people selling this product or there's five plus, or there's only one or whatever. And so if you go through a number of the results, you can really start to get a pretty solid idea of how many active retailers there are in that market for those products. Is there a number that you shy away from when there's when there's this many people already selling this product? Maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah, look, I think if if you have to set a number, if, if it's if it's on if it's the US market, um, I would usually try and find ones where I see an average of 15 or less for me. Um if you're somewhere in a, in a smaller market like Australia, for example, the number would be lower than that. I'd be looking at 10 or less, um, like 10. If it was above 10, I, I wouldn't want to do that. 
Well, look, uh, I, I think the way you explained it, right? Again, go to Google, search a, a general topic, narrow it down to some brands, search those brands, search those products, uh, go into the Google Shopping tab. You can see how many competitors there are for specific products. Is a great way, a great place to start if you're not following along with that. Uh, John walks you right through this on our webinar. So if you go to dropshipbreakthrough.com, click the free training. John will literally walk you through step-by-step how to do this on your own and identify the right market, the right niche for you. Um, hopefully, we'll through that, if you just take that training, you're going to get steered, steered? Is that the right word? I'm not even sure if steered is a word, John. Uh, steered away from competitive uh, niches because there is some out there, right? I would say your generic generator store, uh, your generic perhaps power washing store. Again, things you're going to find at, at at every single Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards, Walmart, uh, Target, whatever. Like It's hard to differentiate yourself in those markets and there's hundreds of sellers. Uh, I'm sure I could come up with some other examples, but um, yeah, again, sign up for that free training if you want John to walk you through it. And and look, I'll, I'll give you a little extra, extra tip here on how to avoid competitive niches. There's people online at the moment who promote, here's my top, my list of top drop shipping niches, right? Maybe they've got a hundred of them. Maybe they've got 10 of them, whatever. Guaranteed that the top 10 of those are too competitive, right? So please, if you're listening to this, don't be suckered in by you're going to get my free list of great products to sell in 2021. It's it's not a good idea. Do the work yourself. Come up with your own ideas. Uh, take your own approach, and you're much you got a much better chance of focusing on something that's not going to be too competitive. You know, another example of one that's really competitive: electric bikes. Right? Um, why is that so competitive? Because it was on the top of a few gurus lists for about four years. Now it's too competitive. Check out our training. John will walk you through literally how to find your right product. Again, you can find that at dropshipbreakthrough.com. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.